Welcome! We're back. Episode 2, Bits and Bites by Biteworks. This is our second podcast, and we're super excited to be kicking us off with some special guests today. Adam Kingry, Jeremy Johnson. Adam leads our sled team. Jeremy's from Cisco, you know, leading the sled charge as well. So definitely talking about some sled needs uh, and a unique initiative that both of you gentlemen kicked off kind of spearheaded. We cannot wait to dive in. So before we do that, I'd like to welcome you both to the podcast. Just a little bit of background. We are striving with this podcast to provide key updates, innovations, trends to the technology space. I'm Matt Scott. I'm the VP of Marketing and Sales at Byteworks with my co-host, Joey Wenz. Pleasure, sir. Pleasure, pleasure. Adam, you were sharing with me a little bit of this WebEx user group. What is it? Talk to us a little bit about what you guys are doing. You know, I started to hear about it. I'm like, man, our listeners want to hear about this. So Jeremy and I have actually been working together on and off for, gosh, about a decade now, it yep. seems like. Uh, and we both come from the collaboration space. And one of the things that was really big in the collaboration space years ago were users groups. And a lot of times they were driven by customers that would get together that had similar solutions, phone systems, you know, key systems, those types of things. And they would create a forum to get together on a regular basis and talk about what was working well, what wasn't working well. Uh, and things I mean, it makes sense. I mean, you know, you would think it kind of goes back to kind of what we're doing here with this is people have similar needs. People have mm -hmm. similar use cases. And when you collaborate and share, which, by the way, we are technology, but we don't often see it in the technology space. And so it's, it's exactly the MO of what we got. It's, it's a brilliant idea. So I, I love the bringing people together of similar interests. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So it started kind of in the phone system space, right? And then I feel like it kind of grew into the video space. Jeremy, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background in video? Because I feel like it's a perfect segue sure. to where we're going here. Yeah, so I started in video in uh, the early 2000s when we were still doing ISDN, right? I remember the first high-definition video call that we ever ha held at, uh, at an old company that, was, uh, that I worked for previously um, and just graduated from there from engineering and moved up to sales engineering and then eventually into sales here at Cisco. I spent a good bit of time during the pandemic as actually head of North American sales engineering at Zoom. So deep collab background and to Adam's point, when we kicked this initiative off, when we started talking about this, we saw a need specifically with one of our larger accounts that has 22 colleges under the central umbrella. We saw these pockets of really creative use cases where we had powerful power users that have been consuming the information and the, and the equipment and, and the technology and, and applying that in the classroom in, in unique ways but we didn't see that holistically across the entire system, right? And so Adam and I were putting our heads together and, and that's where we came up with, hey, that's a perfect example of where a user group within their own community sharing information, right? Adam and I are not adjuncts, we're not professors, we're not in the classroom. We know the technology cold, we know what, what it can do. And we're out talking to these individual customers and we're, and we're gathering those use cases, but what if we created a community yeah. that could grow organically and share amongst themselves tips and tricks and things, best practices, use cases that we'll never think about as, you know, uh, on our side of the house. I love it. And so you guys kicked this off when? It was the 21st of February that we did our first users group meeting. And it was really amazing because we ended up bringing together about three or four different pockets of types of users 
into one meeting. So this would be like presidents of campuses, people that are over administrative technology, instructional technology, as well as IT directors. So what used to be, I think, mostly IT directors getting together and talking yep. about what works and what doesn't work. This is a users group that isn't just customers, but it integrates with manufacturers and partners and customers together to talk about what's working and how we can do this stuff better. What was the attendance like? I think we at peak Adam, we were just just shy of 140, I believe. Yeah, it wow. was 135. I actually got the list, and at one time, I didn't see this probably because I was too immersed in what was going on. We had up to 160. I That's didn't. Awesome. I didn't see so that. I, and it, it's just really amazing to see on a first users group meeting oh, yeah. to come yeah. out of the gate swinging like that. I think that there was a lot of excitement, and is still. Did you did you guys get questions? Does, yeah. Like, did they throw out any questions or anything? Tons, tons of great questions. We had multiple engineers. We had JP from ByteWorks. We had a lot of engineers from Cisco answering questions in chat. Um, we also got a lot of questions live, which is amazing for a first-time user group because I've done this yeah. in the past, and and typically people are a little mm -hmm. shy to ask questions. But we had some really good online questions as well as the Q and A in WebEx that we had uh, that we were moderating. Um, and to Adam's point. Um, I've had multiple requests of people who found out about it through word of mouth that weren't able to attend that have reached out to me and said, hey, can you send me the recording? As a matter of fact, we, get, we received a, a note this morning from a dean of academic technology at one of the schools who got the recording through someone else. I love it. Sent it to her VP. They both watched it and said, hey, this is something that we need to be looking at because we don't really have this deployed at the school to the scale that some of the other uh, locations are doing. And so... You know, we're helping her right now put something together to help that school. I love it. I call that the snowball going yeah. down, going downhill, right? It starts small mm -hmm. and it starts to just pick up traction and stuff. So are we are we setting the bar like is 160 the basement for, for next time? Are we going to yeah. are we going to say like we're going to, you know, 10 exit? Is it? <laughs> I'm a little concerned we're going to have to move this to WebEx events eventually. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, I, and I don't want to do that. Right. Because no. I love the collaboration of using meetings as a platform yeah. because I don't want it to be us speaking to other yep. people. I want it to be people sure. talking collaboratively in a room together. I fear at some point we're going to have to do that or break off into breakout sessions within, right? So yep. maybe we have like an instructional breakout. We have an administrative breakout. Yep. We have a grants breakout within these different user group meetings. I could see it really growing into something big. The beauty is we got a guy that could help us. So, you know, <laughs> you know. I was just in yeah. here listening. This is awesome information here with Jeremy Johnson from Cisco. And I'm thinking about the exclusivity of this program. Like, is this open to everybody or do you have to be part of the user group itself? The one that we created was for a specific college system, uh, like mm -hmm. I said, that has 22 schools uh, underneath the, uh, the, the, the overall system office. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I've done this in the past. I used to attend the uh, ServiceNow. I was on the, I'm the director of managed services and professional services. I attended the ServiceNow user group community in Atlanta for ITSM, right? And so, you know, that was open to anyone, anyone that used ServiceNow. And so, yeah, I think that's absolutely something as we continue to expand on this. To Adam's point earlier, I think we have, you know, one specific for this system because we're trying to do something special there and educate them. But I think it, it would really behoove all of us to kind of expand that and, okay, uh, cool. I like it. And, and, and open it up to, you know, everyone in our region. 
I, I think we could definitely blueprint this, right? And even if not add to, maybe we can share content from, right? So maybe we do snippets from something in one of our collaboration users group meetings and then share that content with other groups, right? And create other little groups uh, and kind of yep. scale from there. I mean, let's be honest. The better we can use our tools, our solutions, and efficiently and optimize them, the better we all are, yeah. right? And 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 that's going to come out. Chances are, there's some people that probably learned some stuff on this user group that didn't even know it had the capabilities or the the, the capacity. I mean, like, and and so this is really the getting gaining the adoption and really leveraging the tools to the max of their capabilities. And, and to add on to that, that's one of the the things that Adam and I've talked about as far as like next topics, right? So mm -hmm. you asked earlier about questions. So looking at the questions, seeing if there are any commonalities uh, within the questions that can then lead us to perhaps the next topic, right? So we're planning the next event. And for instance, we got a ton of requests around Slido because we showed Slido and the Slido integration into WebEx. A lot of them didn't even know they had it, didn't know how to use it. And so, you know, turning that on for all of the schools, but then having a follow-up where maybe we do a deep dive into best practices with Slido, right? I've also uh, heard, which is exactly what we wanted to do, we wanted this to grow organically and we wanted the system itself to take over a little bit and, and kind of create their own breakouts, as you mentioned. I've heard that recently now, they're looking at doing one in the next couple of weeks around Blackboard integration because they're doing a Blackboard integration as we speak. So they're gonna host that kind of with Adam and I, but outside of us because they're kind of managing that internally, which is great. That's what we want, right? We're, we're there to help it grow and nurture it, but we also want it to grow organically and it's kind of doing that on its own. So for those that don't know, Blackboard is their LMS, their learning management system yeah. and integration of their learning management system with WebEx, which is our online collaboration tool, right? So now we can have that little green button for classes inside of Blackboard. And it's a, a part of their normal operation of business rather than having to go to a separate place mm -hmm. to do that. Nice. So yep. really incredible integration. So hey, I'm sure the needs are somewhat different between a private institution, a collegiate level, and that of K through 12. Have you noticed any key commonalities and significant differences at the same time between the two? Absolutely. I think, you know, some of the key, uh, I would say, commonalities is, is just that uh, expanding beyond the, the walls of the brick and mortar classrooms, right? And being able to do things like bring in subject matter experts. It doesn't matter if you're K-12 or if you're higher ed, um, having that flexibility and ability to deliver that content outside of the classroom so everyone can consume it no matter where they are. But then the ability to also bridge in and give these students who may be in you know, South Georgia that don't have access to some of the things that someone in, in, in the city of Atlanta have access to, being able to bring in those subject matter experts uh, over video and collaboration expands their world exponentially, right? We worked on a project down at, at a university in Georgia who was bringing in, they have a huge marine biology department, and they were able to bring in, I was actually able to, to join that one as well remotely, they were bringing in the most world-renowned marine biologists from like Australia awesome. wow. into, uh, into over video to their entire department, right? Those students taking those classes would have never had access to, to that knowledge and, and that skill set um, if, if they were not leverage, leveraging this technology. So I think that applies to K-12 all the way to higher ed. Capabilities just opened up, world got smaller. Yeah. I mean, yes. the tools we have available to us today are so much greater than when I was in, you know, K through 12 yeah. or higher ed, right? 
So, you know, we're all meeting via WebEx, but Jeremy was on site at one of the schools in South Georgia. I was in a different place. We had some experts from other places. We were all over the place, but we recorded that. We had closed captioning built into that. All of that is available after the fact. Think about the application of that in any education institution. Oh, accessibility tools are everything because yeah. it's not necessarily about not having any hearing or complete vision loss. Sometimes it's partial. And so think about the overall experience by every stakeholder, right? Yeah. We live in a society where we want inclusivity. I think that's the common goal. The accessibility tools close that gap, make the world smaller. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And it's also learn your way, right? That's what I call it. So, you know, I know my kids, for instance, they, they've grown up with a phone and iPad and face and watching YouTube videos. And so, you know, they probably prefer and would learn more from watching a video versus sitting in a live classroom. Yeah. Some students learn better from reading, right? So to your point, the transcription, right? Yeah, I sit in a classroom, but I'm kind of hearing the teacher, but I'm not really, but I get the transcription and I can read through it while I'm watching the video. So it's really learn your way, right? So that also helps. And then the comprehension aspect, right? Because I was thinking to myself, I love to take notes, but sometimes I can't write fast enough. So mm. being able to go back and access that class after the fact, before a test, is huge. Yeah. Like the ability to do that is just monumental. Yep. So what is the frequency that y'all are planning on like establishing? Is there a cadence? Is there, you know, what's the expectations? Like when's, when's the next one? What's the... What does that look like? I think the goal would be to, at a very bare minimum, do it quarterly, but I'd like to see it more than quarterly. And we're going to kind of let some of these drivers and questions and different groups that are associated with this help drive that. But we're going to be the catalyst to start pointing out those things, to your point, Jeremy, that come up in each of these meetings. So yeah. and I guess my next thing is if we have individuals that were not part of it and individuals that are you know within this user group and 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 structure and system how can they join how, where do we want to send them what what would be the right way to you know get them onto episode two yep so I, I think that we're going to use this team's space that we've created from all the people that were included in the first users group meeting. I think it will spread organically through word of mouth as well. But I think we use the platform, WebEx, Teams, chat, and our space in order to communicate those next upcoming user group meetings. So should they request from it from you, Adam? Should they request it from, so do you want to maybe, you know, what's your email address if somebody wanted to join? Sure. It's A Kingery, A-K-I-N-G-E-R-Y at Byteworks, B-Y-T-E-W-O-R-K-S dot com. Cool. Yeah. Because, you know, we want to make sure that we give this uh, and, and allow it to be accessible to those that want to join. I'm excited about this. I cannot wait to see where it goes, you know, um, as we were describing uh, what we were trying to accomplish from our Bits and Bytes podcast here, it was abundantly clear that we needed to bring this as another platform to get the message out, to, to talk about it. It's doing it, it, exactly what we're trying to do is sharing best practices, leveraging you know subject matter experts, and, and giving people solutions and tools that they might not have, uh, you know, known about, you know, and, and a mechanism to communicate. So kudos to you guys for doing that. Really, you know, impressive.
very, very uh, happy to be part of the team that's doing that, pioneering the way. And I can't wait to see episode two. I'd, I'd love to join myself. So Absolutely. And thank you, Jeremy, for being our guest speaker and part of this. Really hey, happy, to, happy to join you guys. I appreciate you having me. Excellent. Excellent. Absolutely. So uh, as we're closing up here, is there anything in closing that we might not have covered or that you would uh, say to any any users out there uh, that are in the system that might not have had a chance to participate or uh, anything that you, you want to leave out there? If not, it's totally fine. I just wanted to give a platform to do so. I would just say, encourage people to engage, right? Reach out to us. Let us know that you're there, what your challenges are, what you're trying to accomplish. And we'll, I, and we'll take it from there. I, I agree. Engage, participate. You know, we, we created that team space, as Adam mentioned, right? And we want to keep the momentum going. And we want that to happen, you know, throughout the system and throughout this engagement. And and we don't want to lose any, any steam that we have, right? And so, you know, engage, participate, share. Don't be afraid to share. That's part of, that's really the spirit of this. You know, if you're doing things that, that you think are creative or someone else would benefit from, let us know, right? Share it in the space. Volunteer to spotlight someone if it's an instructor or, or an adjunct who's doing something really cool in one of the classrooms. Share that. Let's spotlight that in the next, you know, episode. That's great. That's great. We appreciate it. And, uh, you know, just, just wrapping up here, Jeremy, a little bit about yourself. Uh, favorite baseball team? Favorite baseball team? I'm, I'm a Cubs fan. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a okay. Chicago sports fan, so I'm a big Cubs fan. Awesome. How about football? Football, uh, college football, I'm a huge Auburn fan. Uh, yeah. Obviously, NFL, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Bears fan. Uh, awesome. Not, not much to be excited about, but uh, I'm still a hardcore Bears fan. So Yeah, we'll have to wrap. I lived up in Chicago for about two years. I was up there when the Cubs won the World Series. Well, cool. We're, uh, we're, we're big sports fans here. We're also, you know, lighthearted, you know, while we're out there trying to solve solutions, we're focused on, you know, where the world's going. Yeah. We're also a friendly partner to be in the grind together. And we're super appreciative uh, of you being a friendly partner with us, Jeremy. Yeah. Uh, you know, same, right. I mean, Adam is like he said, we worked together for a decade and he does a great job of, of educating the schools on, on, to your point, right? What are their pain points? What solutions do we have that can solve those? And, and so, no, we appreciate the partnership as well. Yeah, awesome. Well, again, episode two, uh, we covered the WebEx user group uh, from TCSG. Thank you to Adam and Jeremy for joining us. This was uh, Bits and Bytes podcast by ByteWorks. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Thanks.